the channel trailer is live now on twitch.tv slash crossatlanticgaming. Come over, see my handiwork, see Moose, see Risky, see some games. Now let's talk games. Risky, hear that beautiful music. Welcome to episode 106 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week are my co-hosts, Chocolate Bear. Hello. And Moose. What up, what up? What's going on, friends? How's everybody's week been? I've got a bad back. Bad back? What'd you do? Yeah, I played almost 36 holes last night. It was was hard. (laughs) By pushing A? So I feel like they hurt my thumb more than my back. Well, yeah. Well, I was at the bottom for most of it. <laughs> well, I've got huge news this week at the uh, Risky household, guys. You want to hear it? Absolutely. Uh-oh. I finally got a self-propelled lawnmower. <laughs> the push oh, kind. nice. Yeah, that you don't I, have to push it. It just kind of goes and you got to keep up. Yeah, our lawnmower finally died because it was a hand-me-down that was already like 15 years old. So this thing was just chugging and when it finally died we all kind of like woo celebrated a little bit went to the store picked up picked up the old self-propel one that's the easiest mowing lawns ever been i gotta ask you though did you go gas or electric gas did you yes i think i'm going electric next time um my neighbor across the street actually uses electric the thing is whisper quiet it's like driving a prius across the yard the only thing i worry about is the power you know that's why you've got to go petrol <laughs> well, back in the day, I used to let my lawn grow to like six, eight inches long before I'd cut it. And there's no way an electric one would do that job. But now I'm yeah. a, a twice a week kind of guy. So, you know, oh. get my mowing now, now shoes a, on. <laughs> yeah, I would say it, it's a it's a hobby now. It's like a get out of the house and mow the lawn. Exactly. Just get 20 out minutes of the house. a piece. <laughs> That's a, I, can draw, I can draw that out to about 45 there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Real slow. I got Push trimming it. to do. I got some blowing to do you know throw that thing into first gear and we're going slow <laughs> that's uh my next house i just want it to be big enough that i can buy a riding lawnmower oh, and then yeah, i dude. can glue my koozie to the top of it because this is what my father always did he would just he glued a koozie to the top of the lawnmower he just put his beers and he would just spend an hour and a half out there with just drinking beers like while he mowed shook up beer to me but <laughs> You oh, gotta yeah, look sure. into the uh, the zero turn for sure. That's where it's at. Those are sweet. They look the like ones uh, you drive like a tank. You know, they drive like pod racers, dude. Exactly from the Phantom Menace. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Those are awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's my big exciting uh, adult news. I'm growing up. Nice. Moving up in the world. I'm a fancy person like Bear now. I mean, I guess when you get to Bear's level, you're just having somebody else cut your lawn no, for no. you. But... No, you, you do it yourself, and then you tell the kids, if you leave your toys outside, the mower's going over it. <laughs> well, on the cr- contrary, Risky, uh, everybody at my house is refusing to grow up. Um, they all, except for myself, went and got some purple hair did yesterday. Oh, man, so, you just got a house household yeah, full of purple women? It is punk rock everywhere, dude. That's so funny. So, like, because they got highlights, and then they got some of the highlights dyed purple, so they kind of, like, their hair looks like Rocky's wigs or something. So, <laughs> you know, I could dig it. <laughs> Quarantine is literally driving people crazy. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm Why didn't you join them? Cut, um, oh, yeah. Because purple's just not. Ugh. Would they have to, like, 
would we have to bleach your hair blonde first and then do like yeah. purple? Yeah, that's what they had to do because my oh, hair's so man. dark. Oh wow! So, I think, but the baby we, we, didn't get purple hair. She's a little young to be dyeing her hair. So. Yeah, I probably don't want. <laughs> I don't want dye in her up yeah, near her scalp blonde, yet. So it it would just be, you know, stick out like a sore thumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's good. No uh, yeah. no hair changes here at least, but sounds like everybody had a good week. Speaking of weeks, Pretty another much. week in gaming. What have we all been getting into? Uh, let's start with chocolate. It looks like you got a few things to talk about here. Um, let's go with HyperDot. I've never heard of any of these games that you played this week, so you're going to have to tell me all about them. What's, Hyper, I... what's HyperDot? Hyperdot is the best way that I could describe it is uh, Geometric Wars on the 360. Geometry Wars? Shooting. Ge- yeah, well, yeah, Geometry Geomet- Wars. Geometry. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, uh, either way, yes, I do know what you're talking about. It's been a long day, a long day That's at work. Fair. Um, so, cancel out the shooting. It's you trying to avoid other uh, shit, well, basically shapes. Um, some attack you, some. Um, will uh, just go in random places all over the place um, and you've got anywhere between uh, 10 seconds to a minute to avoid them to progress to the next level um, it kind of has little other games inside that one game so there's a like a capture the hill you have to stay in your certain circle for however long until it disappears and then you move on to the next one to complete the level um really really good uh, just thumbstick that's all you have to do does so it, so easy does it remind you of like asteroids at all with how it's the way you're talking about it kind of like it's a top down and you're just kind of shooting in all yeah. directions yeah uh, well you're not shooting though you're just you're literally just moving that's all er, you have to do and you have right. occasionally a power up where uh, if you hit one of the power ups it will wipe the wipe the map Gotcha. Um, but it, it is so much fun. Um, easy. I was doing some Game Pass stuff, kind Just of knocking off my rewards. Quick little, d- yeah, quick d- little thing to dive into, I guess. Exactly. And like I said, it, I think the longest I played one level was possibly a minute. So it, it gives you that short, sharp, intense gameplay you need. And then, you know, once you're fed up, or bored, you know, move on to the next one. It was a nice, refreshing it's a great toilet cleanser. If it was on my phone, that game would be played. <laughs> yeah, you could probably play it on xCloud if you uh, could if... play anything besides the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> yeah, on this POS. Can you get a camera? Yeah, there we go. God damn. Oh. <laughs> Hello, wife. Hello, child. <laughs> you just showed us your family. You didn't. Hey, family. Hey, yeah. Uh, cool. Sounds like a, a neat little game, maybe worth checking out. Um, what was the file size on that? I always feel like those little games are probably like 400 uh, megabytes or something. Like just super t- uh, like stick, super quick to install and just yeah, check out. I, d- I don't even think, I, I I don't know, I didn't check, but I'm sure it's not even a gig. It's, okay. um, I, d- I use the app all the time to download games and it does pop up when it says it's installed. So it like automatically, once I pressed yes, Three seconds went by and it was like, bing, ready. I was like, oh, that was it, Yeah, so that's definitely a, definitely a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Um, all right, Moose, this one, uh, I saw it at PAX East when I was there, and the line for it was surprisingly long. What do you uh, mean gonna, surprisingly? Uh, surprisingly long because I, I, there was no, no lead up to it for me. I, I hadn't heard <laughs> about it. And everybody, everybody had these like foam shark heads. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, where did everyone get these? Uh, they got them from the, gameplay, from the booth from 
man eater which you uh <laughs> you're checking out this this week uh, this game me, is so awesome it. dude um it is an action rpg third person perspective of a bull shark so um starts out there's this this son of a gun named scaly pete and he's basically <laughs> just a shark hunter and he wants to wipe sharks off the face of the earth and it starts out by uh you know classic disney story he catches your mom and guts her right there on the deck oh of the my boat. Gosh. And a wow. baby shark comes out, and he picks up the shark and is just kind of, you know, messing with it. And he tags its fin. It takes its knife and tags its dorsal fin. Um, it's like, I'll remember you when you grow older. And the baby shark bites his freaking arm off, like, at the bicep. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, and then that's how the story starts. And you start out as a, you know, a little pup bull shark. And then you got to eat anything and everything in your path to uh, grow and expand on your abilities as far as like your tail and your bite. And like right now I have a bite that has an electric shock to it. So when oh you my bite God. things, it's they just total like, like shark RPG. Yeah, dude. It is so <laughs> cool. That's I fun. I mean, e- even when you're just talking about like the, I just assumed it was like arcadey, like here's your oh, level, like go. Yeah. So the, it is arcadey. But then when you're talking about like, this this deep story at the beginning oh, yeah. of it maybe not deep but a story in general yeah. like there's a reason you're doing this stuff and there's a, a great voiceover work it's got actually a pretty good story to it so far and then there's like a list of i want to say like eight or ten different hunters that are you know like your your kill your kill tree in assassin's creed and every okay, time yeah. you get your infamy mark up like kind of like a um, gta the more you kill people and the more commotion you cause, the more people come and fight you. And right. eventually you'll trigger one of these like boss fights. And then after you kill one of the bosses, it gives you another uh, skill or ability or something like that. So it gives you incentive to keep you know going up and up and up. And then there's um, story missions, there's side missions, there's like certain areas that you can't unlock like a Metroidvania until you get a certain size and you can smash through the, the fences. And the, okay. And the greats. So, I, dude, I'm having so much fun with this game. That may be the reason that I'm about an hour short of finishing uh, our Game Pass game. Because <laughs> <laughs> that... I've been just chomping everything, dude. It, it's This sounds way deeper than yeah. I would have thought it was, like, at a surface level. It's super deep. Like, I haven't even unlocked, like, four or five of the abilities that I have yet. But you, only... So you're always the same shark, then? Because you, you yes. have, like, a main character, and he's... Yeah. That's... <laughs> And he's got a, he's got a, you know, he's got a story or she, I think it's a girl and, uh, she's got a story that, you know, basically she's just trying to get back to Scaly Pete and take his life and anybody else's life that gets between them. Makes sense. I was uh, watching a few streams of this and watching it is ridiculous because as you're, yeah, as you're going through the, um, the sea, you can attack um, things that are smaller than you. And this one stream I was watching, they had alligators in there. So the gators were after the after you, and you were having to chomp on the smaller things in the sea to, so right. you could grow bigger or get bigger or stronger, however it works. Yeah. So you could spin around and then get the gators. Absolutely exactly. unbelievable, this game. Yeah. I uh, t- Just to say, you know, when I was like a little pup, I would avoid the gators, and now they're like a two, two chomp snack, dude. Like I, I think most of the gators where I am are level uh, eight, and I'm like level fourteen or fifteen. So literally, I just I hit them twice, and they 
they're they're just Scooby snacks. And that's game <laughs> over. Yeah. What yeah. um what's like the perspective? Is this like a th- over the shoulder kind of like a third person? Third person. And it's just completely so, underwater. You can't like, uh, jump out of the water or anything. You definitely can jump out of the water. You can jump around on the water, like on land. Like I jumped onto a golf course and just started eating people. Land shark. <laughs> yeah, and you get abilities like that. You can hold your breath off out of water longer. So I think I can do it for like thirty or forty-five seconds now, just hopping around on land and just wrecking things. And then you you have a tail ability too that you can just like launch people like a hundred yards away with your tail. Right. So when you're doing all this, are you, depending on like what your moves are and how you're. Uh, killing things i guess is there like multipliers and like yeah. scores popping yep. up so yep. it is like arcadey in that sense then absolutely and That's it's arcadey because you are a shark and you're jumping about 75 feet out of the water <laughs> and doing fair. like air aerobatics and, and then you jump down and dive onto a fan boat and you can just sit on the fan boat and munch everybody up and then the <laughs> fan boat sinks and oh dude good lord it, i'm having so much fun and i've only I, i'm probably like i don't know a third to halfway through the game at this point that's sweet and it's it's cool that you know that there's like a substantial end goal like a final boss right. that you're going to yeah. have to beat. This game so- sounds like it's set up like yeah just, just perfectly. The only complaint I do have is the controls because like your dodge roll it feels like it should be like B or X for me. Okay. And it's your right bumper. But then your chomp button is right trigger. So you almost kind of got to oh. do the claw method, you know, with two fingers uh, up top. To, so I need to go in and remap my buttons, but I've been che- trying to wait for somebody else to do it, and then I can just get it off Reddit. But uh, so far, <laughs> right. I haven't had any luck, so I may have to pioneer the uh, the new button mapping for Maneater. And then put it on Reddit. Yeah, buddy. Share it be, to the world. Be Reddit famous. <laughs> Sweet. I mean, that sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun. You yeah. uh, pick this up on Xbox, right? Yep, forty bucks. So forty. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's it's you know as soon as it goes on sale, I'd say pick it up because definitely this game is in my top five at this point right now. I'm having too much fun. All right, I love it. Um, okay, cool. Well, speaking of dodging with RB, no, uh, nice. We I think we all hopped into a little Minecraft dungeons. Uh, Mind dung. You, oh, did you chocolate or no? No, I did you not. Didn't? I, okay. I, I, you know me. I try and stay away from the child games. Right, the, the kids are calling it mind dung. I know. I, I hate that so much. I, I'm Nobody's fine. calling it that but us. I'm fine abbreviating that when I need to text it, but if I'm just talking, I'm not <laughs> telling people I'm playing mind dung. Sure, you um, are. Yeah, so, uh, so Moose and I uh, and other people, I'm assuming, have uh, mm-hmm. hopped into Minecraft Dungeons this week. It uh, came out... On Tuesday, I think it came out when the pod- last yeah. uh, week's podcast dropped, right? Right, twenty sixth. Um, I spent a few hours with this the uh, one night this week. I played with Dan, Lou, uh, and Shopa, and um, it, it's a fun little game. It's it's Diablo Minecraft. I think is the easiest Diablo light, right? A Diablo, yeah, baby's first. The, the the comparison I had was like. It's like you have XCOM 2 and you have Mario vs. Rabbids. Like right. One's just a lighter version, and I think this is the lighter version uh, of Diablo for sure. Um, with that being said, having put a decent amount of time into like normal Minecraft, it's kind of cool seeing like the different creatures and animals and things that you're fighting in this game. Um, but when it comes down to it, it's just a, it's a fun party game. Mm-hmm. just dungeon crawl game with lots of lots of different loot not well a decent amount of loot it seems like um 
you can either find loot uh, from killing bad guys, obviously, but then every time you finish a mission at your home base, there's two vendors. One vendor will give you uh, weapons or armor, and I think the other one does the... Um, enchantments. En- is that what they're... Yeah, enchantments. The things yeah. at the bottom where you use, like, X, Y, and B, I think, to, like, fire them off or whatever. Um, but, yeah, the game's pretty... Uh, challenging depending on what levels you're playing on like the very first level we ran i think we ran it three different times just uh at each different level of difficulty if that makes sense so like by the time we got to the third one all of the things we were fighting were a little bit tougher um but you're obviously collecting better gear as you're going so when you go back into those fights uh they're just a little easier and each one of your like weapons and armor they do have random uh, enchantment rolls and you can put like stats into those so mm-hmm. there is a lot of like a, a decent RPG. amount of min of min maxing well yeah, yeah and i mean and rng uh there's a, definitely a reason to keep replaying stuff to try to get better loot but this is also like most loot and shoot or s- slash and stash games it's kind hmm. of like you're not looking for specific weapons and armor until you're at the end game because otherwise you're just picking up whatever is has the highest stats like you're not working on builds it's the same thing with any of these type of games where until you're at max level and everything's dropping at max level that's when you're going to start to look for specific gear specific enchantments on gear uh and if you want to play like that it, it it goes pretty deep but on the surface level i also think it's super accessible like if you're playing on the easier levels it definitely can just be hack and slashy for sure right but yeah yeah and I it's think it's, it's, fun. it's great because you know it can, you can get super in depth with it but you can also sit there and play with your five-year-old and they will have a blast and like like I said earlier, depending on the difficulty sliders, like you're gonna get better loot uh, at right. the higher difficulty sliders. So it does give you some replayability um, for each level. So like there is reason to continue to play the same levels or go back to older levels, um, which is good. It kind of makes it so they're not irrelevant as soon as you get through them. Right. And then I got like after playing just the first dungeon, I got some kind of like bonus level off to the side that was for a. Uh yeah specific loot or something yeah they're little like uh it's like a side quest kind of yeah like a a little side dungeon you'll see like a a a brightly lit doorway and if you walk through that like the first time that happened to us uh waterloo saw it and he was like oh hey there's something and we were just kind of like yeah okay and he ran into it um and then he was like oh there's sweet loot so we like teleported to him which actually i'll talk about that quick they have a teleporting feature where if you hold down right stick i think it is you can teleport to any person that you're playing with like within a few seconds so if somebody's like hey i got this on me you can just teleport to them instead of having to run and try to find them uh which is super useful for this type of game where you can kind of get split up and go different ways but yeah those side dungeons are cool uh the i think we got through two of them mm-hmm. maybe um and both of them had like orange gear which i'm assuming is the like top top tier loot because this color it's like tiered loot uh as far as like green blue orange that kind of stuff so right um and they all had cool things and there's cool variables to like your weapons like you have a bow slot a melee slot 
uh, and then just a slot for your armor. So it's simple in that way, but you can get different bows that maybe like ricochet or a bow that'll fire three bolts at once or a bow that as you fire it, it shoots quicker and quicker. Like there's a, a couple different variations to it that are simple enough, but do give you a little bit of variety with your weapons. Right. Which is, yeah, which I think is I good. got one, like you said, that got a spread and shot three arrows, but yeah. it only used one out of your inventory every time. So that was, Oh, cool. that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the enchantments you can get, I think one of my, one of the ones I saw in my bow, it was like a 40 or 50% chance that when you fired an arrow, it would replenish an arrow. So that just kind of like raises your stock of arrows up 50%, which is awesome, uh, especially right. since they're they're pretty, pretty potent, it, yeah. it felt like at least, depending on what bow you're using. Yeah, they seem like they're way more powerful than a melee attack. Yeah, I did pick up a... A Thor's hammer, which was pretty dope. Oh, nice. Can you throw Shopa, it? Uh, no, you couldn't throw oh. it. It was just a giant hammer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Shopa got an enchantment. On one, I'm pretty sure it was one of the hammers. That It was a lightning enchantment that could, like, chain lightning to the different characters oh, and stuff. Awesome. So he was literally just running around with a Thor hammer, just hitting stuff with lightning. Oh, it, was pretty, it was pretty great. That's I cool. think you can't kind of mash abilities all together to, well, I say abilities, all your weapons to create a super... Right. The, no. Anthem style. Uh, kind of like, yeah, or um, what is it, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, how they have the team attacks. Yeah. Right, no, there's nothing like that. But there is, like, depending, like, if you're at the end game of this, I think it would be useful where someone can build, like, you could actually build, like, a healer because um, there are, like, different healing. There's a healing totem and a couple other things like that, and you could build somebody who's just a tank and who can soak up a bunch of damage or there's just there's a bunch of ways that you can craft your character without having to pick a specific class like at a start screen like you you don't pick a ranger you don't pick a thief or something but you kind of have the ability to build them that way if you want um with some time and patience i would say but um yeah it, it's cool when you don't when you're done with weapons or cuz obviously you're going to be at least until you get to end game you're going to be cycling through weapons and your lower tier stuff you can't really raise them up as far as i knew so you just kind of break them down and it'll give you x amount of gems and any enchantment like stones that you used to put enchantment enchantments on the weapons so that's kind of cool that you do get that currency back um but yeah i don't know i think i think it's it's fun for what it is for sure you gonna finish it um yeah i think it's actually pretty short so yeah, yeah. i definitely will finish it um because we we only played the one night, but I think we played maybe almost four hours, three or four hours. So, right. uh, and from what I heard, it's not super long to get through like the initial playthrough. Um, yeah. I know Scottman crushed it like first two or three days that it came out. Right. So yeah, it, it seems like it's worth seeing what the, uh, getting to the end game and seeing kind of what that looks like. Cause that's the most important part with a lot of these games, like, sure. like Diablo, like nobody's playing it for the story more than once like you get through the story once and then you're you're doing end game stuff you're right whatever yeah, that you're may just be doing whatever the season is right yeah exactly so <laughs> I yeah think and be- then they also announced um yesterday or the day before that their first dlc pack is going to be in the jungle so it looks like a mayan ruins or incan type theme it it does seem like one of those games that'll be supported for i mean especially with microsoft backing it right Um, 
and the amount of money that Moyang brings in just through Minecraft in general. I was going to say, <laughs> so, can right. you see loads of microtransaction-y skins appearing mm-hmm. in this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the way you like most yeah. definitely. I think it definitely could be like some transmog stuff where it's like you might find the best armor, but if you want to put a skin over it that makes it look this way, it's like three yeah. bucks or five bucks or whatever. Which is a fine way. Like, it's not a loot box. It's You know exactly what you're paying for if that is how they want to do it. Or, if, like, if you want to buy a skin for a pet. Because that's one of the um, things you can throw. You can throw, like, a bone uh, and an animal will come out. Or I had... <laughs> I think Lou had a dog at one point where he, he would, like, click the bone button and then the dog would come out and start attacking. And then I found a thing of wheat. And when I would click it in, a llama would come out. And it's a, it's a ranged, like, helper. And he would just be spitting at the enemies because that's what llamas do. That's awesome. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Uh, but with the type of game it is, it seems like there's just endless opportunities to kind of throw whatever weird shenanigans they want into that game because it doesn't need to be grounded in any type of way. And Minecraft has a lot of different stuff going on with it, like the base game um, with stuff that's not in this game. So plenty of room for uh, expansion, I think. Yeah, definitely. So it's cool. Play it with your family. Play it with your wife. That's what I'm going to do is just play through it a little bit of one night each week and see what we can do. Yeah. And Bear, I'd give it a shot. I don't know if you uh, are into these type of games. Well, do you know what? I think I'm going to I'm going to say it now. Next week, oh I, am, <laughs> I am going to play two. That's right. Two child games. I think one, I'm going to jump on the Pokemons. And my second... <laughs> you stop calling these child games. I'm going to go on Mind Dung. <laughs> and I'm going to see how dungy Mind Dung is. Uh, All right, look forward like, to that and what this chocolate hate in games next week. Yep. <laughs> I bet you the age demographic for both those games is probably way higher than you, yeah. <laughs> than you think it is. <laughs> yeah, there's especially, tons of 30 playing the Pokemon. That's, that's been around forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm pushing the, almost the wrong side of the 30s, aren't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you know what... The game spare could be. Do you know which Pokemon you're grabbing? I uh, I don't know. Blue, orange? No, don't go blue. It's, it's sword or shield. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I meant which game. Sorry, not I'd, which like starter. I don't know. I've downloaded it. I think it's sword. Okay. Not that yeah. I know the difference between. I, the two, I haven't got a clue. It's whatever Chaotix got. Me and him are now starter though. Are you going leaf? Are you going water? Oh yeah, what fire? Uh, fire! I'm all which, about the which fire. element. Do you like fire? fire. I'm gonna bring Score it. Score bunny. That guy is creepy looking when right. he gets his third evolution. His final evolution. <laughs> do you think I'm gonna play it that long? It fits it. It fits chocolate. <laughs> it, it's fine. That's true. He just made a really good point. He's never gonna see the final evolution yeah, of the Pokemon. That's true. So yeah, it yeah. He won't even see the first evolution. He's <laughs> not gonna leave Pallet Town. <laughs> it's not Pallet Town. Whatever it is in that game. Oh. Uh, too funny. So and yeah, I, I look forward to you just pooping on, yeah. pooping on Pokemon Sorry. next week. Yep, that'll Can't be the wait. name of the segment: pooping on Pokemon with John. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, uh, Moose and I are definitely into Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, it's free in Game Pass, so no reason not to check it out, especially if you are a fan of games like Diablo. Um, all right, uh, let's go back to chocolate. Um, tell me about Castle Pals. Oh. This <laughs> this game I have uh, I've fallen in love with. So um, oh jeez, it the best way to describe it is Super Mario. It is a Super Mario game in the castles in your uh, in your dungeon as you're going through the boss level, 
um, you play as two alternate characters. One has the ability to punch the enemy, and the other character has the ability to fly. He has one of those uh, baseball caps with the propeller on top. Spinner on oh, top. fantastic! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and each level is is built around that character that you play. So you, pl I think it works out that you play them alternate as you're going through the level. Um, it, so it's it's not like a swap in and swap yeah, out when you need yeah, a specific character? It is definitely specific character. Each level is designed for that specific character to, uh, to okay. play, unfortunately. Gotcha. You can't swap in, swap out. Um, it's it's a game from Ratalika, which um, I do enjoy because Get they, those achievements. they <laughs> just vomit achievements at you. Um, yeah, it's... It, do you know what? It's fun. Again, it was another short, sharp game, a little bit like Hyperdot. I think the levels were at max 45 seconds. Potentially, if you were god-awful, you know, you had to replay that three or four times. Um, but just great fun. Just great fun. All, like I said, all you need to do is picture the kind of the boss level of a Super Mario game as you're going through the castle or the, um, the flying yeah. ship. So it was all fire. Yeah. It was all... It, it's all castle levels. Yeah, it was really, really good. And some of the kind of the traversing through, it was a platformer, it is a platformer, I should say. And as you're traversing through some of the levels, when you have the, the boy with the cap, you know, lava starts raising, there's spikes on the thing, you know, you have really kind of uh, millimeters to go through this underpass as such. And uh, you know mm -hmm. that if you die, you have severely screwed up. Um, yeah, so much fun. So much fun. Really have enjoyed it. So this was another Game Pass one then? No, this was uh it's a game I'm reviewing. So it's uh, Oh okay, yeah. cool. So yeah. And where are you it's, playing it at? Sorry? What what platform are you it's playing? It's on the Xbox. On the Xbox. It's it would okay. be a get as we always say, these type of games, it would be superb. Perfect. Yeah. It it is a a Switch game by heart. It's, it's 16 plus bit kind of graphics it's um yeah it's just it is wonderful a joy to play really do enjoy it uh, it uh bringing it up on i just googled it quick but uh, i'm just watching it, the, the trailer, it's also yeah. free on uh the google play app store on on phones so oh, sweet. <laughs> the game is on phones if you do want to check it out and it's free uh as well but the synopsis, it says, One night, Kylie and Owen stumbled upon creepy castle Puka Pick and decided <laughs> to uncover its secrets. Nothing could possibly go wrong, could, could it? it? It's, uh, well, I'm glad you're uncovering those mysteries. Um, is, is anything going wrong yet? Uh, apart from me playing it. I think Bear dies a lot <laughs> in this me game playing from it. what I'm watching. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, look, as you look at the trailer, the, you can see the if you die that you know there is a damn good reason you've died it's nothing to the controls are tight so it it, it is you messing up a it's, jump it's your fault, yeah right? or you know you haven't timed flying across a lava pit or a I'm trying to think what else there was one where i had lasers kind of shooting across um really gave me massive vibes of the old kind of platformers that you would play um as a kid well as i was a kid you know you guys weren't around when I was a kid, but anyway. So I wasn't born yeah. yet. So. <laughs> nope, no, but not many people were, Bear. Oh, cheers for that. That's fine. Cheers for that. You're all invited all right. to my 40th. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right, and then the uh, the last game, or actually, I'll, no, yeah, Chocolate, I'm going to make you talk again. Oh. Sorry, I know how much you love talking. So, so. Thank you. 
level head. Uh, funny enough, I played a few levels of this like an hour ago because you brought it up. Um, what's going on with level head? This reminds me of like Super Mario Maker robot edition. Yeah, um, kind of a, a compare the meerkat type character, isn't it? The the robot from Compare the Meerkat, if you know the um, the advert. But you're a strange. No. Okay, lost. I'll uh, I'll drop a. It reminds me of like a Wally robot or okay. something. Okay. Uh, well, I'll drop the picture in Discord. All right, perfect. Um, so it is, again, kind of like, um, I'm trying to think of it now, another platformer, but it also has the um, kind of, you collect, uh, not stars, they're diamonds. As you're going through the level, you need to kill enemies to progress, but also as when you finish your level, there is a timer to it, and it kind of multiplies. So if you kill all the enemies get all the stars and diamonds and find a secret kind of all of a sudden it adds up all your uh, all your score and gives you like this big huge multiplying score right. yeah it's it's it looks like it was based on like the amount of gems the amount of enemies the amount of i think there's like secret puzzle pieces yeah. eventually like it was a few different things and then the time obviously and then it kind of just jumbles all that up in some mathematical formula yeah. and then and it gives you out a number at whatever you. your score is um yeah it was it was just a strange game all of a sudden i think i saw it um again i was probably trying to get some sort of player game pass game for some more microsoft rewards uh, right. um but it, again that's something else that was good fun for some reason i was um I was jumping on the Game Pass games this week, and um, yeah, this one again was just good fun. It's um, the puzzles were good. Um, yeah, and I think the the main focus here is well, maybe not the main focus, but a big part of the game is creating levels, and you can actually share them with people uh, and whatnot, and you can play. Uh, community made levels that kind of stuff because um, once you get a few levels into it it you have to go through or i don't know if you have to you might be able to skip it but i didn't um it gives you a whole tutorial of how to build levels oh, okay uh and it seems like you can really it just reminds me completely of mario maker like drag and drop different textures you you can drop different enemies you can drop those gems in all sorts of different places there's levers levers for doors uh, switches keys also, and yeah switches keys you, you can it, they're literally any tool or any piece of a level that you would see playing through the normal campaign it's available in their level creator uh to make your own stuff and it i think if you go to some of the like top rated levels uh made by the community which i i didn't get a chance to do but they're probably actually like super impressive because it, it's a super it's a snappy snappy creation tool um as far as getting to all the different like textures or all the different um enemies or whatever it, it's quick it, it it would go faster on a pc when you have mouse and like a mouse to click around and stuff but for what it is you can you can drag drop you can copy paste you can there's a lot there's a lot to it and i think when you make a game like this where the levels can be created by the community it just kind of is like an endless possibilities like the game's infinite oh. because there's so many levels created by the community which is which yeah is cool. never ending game doesn't it all of a sudden it turns into a, a game that well you don't need to do anything you've got your community to drive your game forward yeah it's uh 
yeah, it was a fun little game though. I, I didn't get that far into it, obviously, but I do think the the whole creation aspect of it and being able to share levels with people um, makes it quite unique. It's not just a platformer. There is a, a little bit more to that game than than meets the eye originally. Yeah, so. I need to. I haven't touched any of the creation, so I might uh, go back through and have a look, and uh, I may try and have a dabble at a, a community level for worth. That's a yeah. That's what you could do. Uh, no. do that for two months time game yeah. passing we'll just the three of us will create a stupid hard level and then see who can get the best score on yeah. it although that might be unfair if we create it and know exactly how to be <laughs> no no but that's how you protect the money right <laughs> this is so this is it. if we're giving money away we need to protect it exactly what better way than a fortress of <laughs> poorly made level design <laughs> yeah just a shoe box of just those uh kind of bowser dropping blocks with the spikes on them <laughs> right whiskey do you know if it's uh like mario maker that you have to actually beat the level before you can um submit it for other people to play it has to be right like yeah, it would make I, sense. I, i'm not positive because i didn't create one like the the one right. you create it doesn't get like saved and uploaded or anything it's just kind yeah. of, t- of a basic just tutorial a but right yeah like in what world could you submit something for everybody to play and try to beat if there's no way to, to beat, it. beat it like yeah. So I would assume so that you have to beat it yourself. Um, right. Okay. Probably the best best safeguard for a, a yeah. Or you just level make impossible creation. levels. Right. So yeah, uh, neat little game though for sure. Um, all right. Anybody else have anything uh, going on with their their normal their nope. the usual? We didn't play any other games this week. We played uh we played no, a little bit it. of Daisy moves. No, we didn't. <laughs> All right, I just want to tell one Daisy story. That's fine. Because it was a... well. I'm know. blaming this completely on you. So. No, that's fine. That's fine. And right. I will, I'll take blame, like most of the things I've put you through in Daisy so far. <laughs> yeah, it's, fault. you're not putting a good sh- best foot forward on this game, that's for sure. No, not for you, and I apologize. <laughs> All right, so uh, like I explained last week, when you spawn in as a fresh spawn in Daisy, you get sent down to the coast, way away from your friends, uh, and then the initial half hour to an hour of a new spawn is you trying to get back to your friends. Mm-hmm. So, Without dying of thung- hunger or zombies or thirst or what else could fucking uh, weather or pretty much anything wants to kill you. Uh, yeah, your your shoes getting worn and then getting some cuts on your feet will kill you. <laughs> yeah, so. dude, sliding down a ladder too fast will put <laughs> abrasions on your hands, and if you don't put Band-Aids on them, then you'll bleed out. Oh, my God. All right, so uh, Moose had died in one way. I did not kill him with a pickaxe, nope. although this might have been your fresh spawn after that. This might have been the first yeah. time you tried playing since then. <laughs> No, I was doing good, dude. I had all the loot. I had everything going. It was great. So we finally did it. We found an awesome little meeting spot. It was a crossroads that wasn't too far from our group. It wasn't too far from Moose. Uh, we finally got there, um, and we were like, all right, Moose, we're at this crossroad. Where are you at? And he's like, yeah, I'm right here. Like, there's That's a table. picnic table, bro. There's a picnic table, and we're like, oh, yeah, the picnic table. Maybe <laughs> the we're, one, um, one with the map next to it, right? <laughs> the one with the map, the one with the there's, – there's a canteen on the table too, right? Yep, there was. Yep, I grabbed so, that canteen. So did Dan. That was the first uh, clue that something was amiss. <laughs> yeah, and, and so like the, the initial thought, you have a, a map that you're playing on the side uh, 
on an app or something right. that lets you know exactly where everybody is if they ping themselves correctly. So we were like, all right, well, maybe we aren't where we think we are. No, Moose you guys are all like, Moose is are. dumb. He doesn't know where he's at. We need to go find <laughs> I him. I didn't want to straight up just pin it on you. <laughs> but we were like, okay, maybe Moose is a little confused and that he's not at the right crossroads. And <laughs> like, there's a lot of similar uh, buildings and yeah, like they areas. didn't take a whole lot of time making anything look, you know, unique, unique or custom. Right. So it was like maybe there's another crossroads in the woods somewhere, and let's just we'll figure this out quick. Uh, but no, we came to realize that we were in, we were in the same exact spot. Yep. We were both there. Moose, however, was on a separate server <laughs> than yep. we were. Because I, I I messaged you on Discord and said same server, right? And you said yep. That's all you said. Yep. And <laughs> so I went up in our text history and found the same server that we were talking about. And I went into that server. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, what had happened there is that <laughs> the one time that I had played with Moose, <laughs> we were in like a weird Michigan server. It was just kind of like an in-between spot. Uh, mm-hmm. And we played that one night. That was the only time the two of us had played together. We played on that Michigan server, and that was the end of it. Since yeah. that time, I had played multiple, multiple hours on a different server, a New York server, with everybody else. So right. when you're like, same server, right? In my head, I was like, yeah, why would it be a different server? We've been yeah. using the server literally the entire time. Mm, maybe you had not been using that server at <laughs> all because we were in literally the same exact spot on two different servers and at that point, you're kind of defeated because you finally mm-hmm. got from the shore. Y- you survived long enough to get inland to meet up with your friends. And then it turns out you're on the wrong server. And the thing that sucks <laughs> yeah. is even if you try to go to the correct server, it's going to spawn over. you somewhere else. Because your yep. spawn, like where you leave on a server is where you respawn on that server. So if you've never been on the server that you're joining, you're going to start on the shore. So. Yeah, and the best part about that was when I came into the actual correct server, I spawned in about 13 feet from another player, and they killed me real quick. Oh, man. We tried figuring out um, a way that we could use the in-game chat and also be in a party without having to use Discord on our phones or something. So the idea that I'd come up with was let's use skype like skype's owned by microsoft there's a skype app on the xbox so we had five of us in a skype party which you can close like you can be playing a game and be in a party chat on your xbox through skype okay um so we did that game chat but it it still cancels out game chat for Uh, whatever reason so we tested it out i hopped out of the skype call and i was right near dan uh, and he should have been able to hear me using the in-game chat because you can always hear people in in-game chat no matter what, but you can't talk back to them. So we tried it, and it didn't work. And at this point, it's kind of like, what do you do? Unless you have, like, with your headsets, mm-hmm. I think you guys both have the 9Xs, right? Right. It'll do Bluetooth so I could be Discord and party chat yes. at the same time. But then it's kind of like, well, you can't tell everybody to go out and buy $200 headsets just so we can talk in-game to people. Like, obviously... Right. And so, it's, it's, they don't, like, block each other out either because, like, a lot of times I'll be listening to a podcast or something in my headphones with the game volume really low. And then right. when I get into a party chat, I have to turn the podcast off because there's just too much going on. 
right which makes sense yeah. the background music if you're playing right. some music maybe yeah, it would be a little like easier three or four different audio sources at once and my brain can't process too much yeah. way too much <laughs> so yeah it kind of sucks that we couldn't figure that out um but when i i took so i'm also playing with meg a little bit um and she had died she <laughs> dude I, I could have a daisy podcast where i just tell you stories about these stupid interactions that we have with people so <laughs> dan and i are in one town that was a little far inland meg was coming away from the coast in towards us uh and she ran into these three guys in game we can hear their chat obviously so they all have they're all like holding weapons to her and stuff and they're like hey drop your shotgun uh and, and we'll let you go so she, she did it obviously because otherwise you're just gonna get beat to death and have to respawn um and then they but, killed her huh what and then they killed her no so they didn't kill her but dan and i at that point were on the same road as her we were just maybe like a couple oh, kilometers nice. away so we're just sprinting as fast as we can towards these kids while megan is kind of just Stalling. walking like slowly like with her like back to them just like okay just like i'm gonna walk down the road but they like wouldn't leave her alone they took her guns and stuff so we saw her coming way down the road and dan and i just hid behind some bushes and then three of these kids walk up and then we just started unloading on them and they were like oh my god she's got friends <laughs> and we, we just started murdering these kids but they they messed up megan pretty bad uh and she lost a ton of blood. Like, she had a bunch of cuts, and if you don't bandage them, your guy's right. just going to bleed out. And then you so, go, you just pass out, like, every 14 seconds. And that's what kept happening. Fun. She kept passing out, and eventually you're going to die because you don't have enough blood. Um, right. What we had was a blood bag. Um, so we, we risked taking some blood out of Dan, not knowing anyone's blood types, and <laughs> transfusing it into Megan, hoping that they had the same blood type. Um, needless to say, they did not have the same blood type (laughs) and Megan just, we put the new blood in her that was Dan's that did not match up instantly dead. Instantly. It's it's It's, putting gasoline in a diesel tank. Exactly. But like at that point, it's like, well, you're either going to die. So let's just maybe Dan's a universal donor and we'll be fine. But why did you not want to give her blood? Yeah, uh, Dan just AIDS. happened to have the have the <laughs> bag in his inventory, I guess. I don't know. Because <laughs> if they both would have died, then you know what was the point of that? Right. So it was kind of give it a shot, but at least her memory lives on now. It, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's 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 such a weird game. It just being able to tell that story that came out of a video game is just it's kind of incredible in its own way uh and you know i don't think you get you get you don't get those type of scenarios from a lot of games but a huge part of that is the whole in-game chat part and bringing it back to that it's kind of you're missing out if you can't communicate with people in game um so like when i play solo i always am mic'd up and there's been a couple times where you run onto someone run into someone on the coast and they'll help you out if you actually talk to them but like if you're just teabagging near them and jumping around yeah. and not not responding to them like they're gonna kill you because oh, why i'm not gonna waste my time on, on you but if you talk I, to him i ran into a nice dude he cooked up some food for me he's like all right man good luck and then just like sent me on my way yeah. like you have normal conversations when you can <laughs> actually talk to people but my version of a nice guy in that game is somebody that just hits me in the head with a hammer but doesn't kill me and just takes all my stuff <laughs> Thanks for knocking me out and robbing me. But <laughs> yeah, hey, at least I don't have to respawn me with on my, my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know where I'm at right now. Oh, good fun. So yeah, I'm still I'm still playing that. I think we've had we had like six people in it the other night. Dan and I went to the airfield, which is a big military place, and got smoked by 
three dudes with a bunch of guns. So that was our first. We had our first big PvP like battle with actual guns and stuff. So that was that was neat. I can see that being fun, but it, at the same time, that's like a fifteen-hour spawn right there that right. you get murdered and everybody takes your stuff and well, you're starting over. So see you tomorrow, kids. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta build some build some bases. Uh, maybe bury some stuff, hide some supplies, so we're not starting from scratch when we do die. But Anyways, that's been your your Daisy your Daisy ten for the week. Yeah. So just go ahead and make sure to put X's anywhere stuff's buried on that map for me, would you? Yeah, no problem. We we stashed <laughs> a meat I bag will. the other day in a town. <laughs> we were like, hey, there's a bag of meat, so anybody that needs food, just uh, stop here and pick some up on your way in. Because I will I will dig it up and I will share it amongst the community. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whether you want to uh, or not. Oh no, it's not going to be willingly. It'll be over my dead body, but it happens more than it should. <laughs> definitely <laughs> um all right you guys have any more games like that i know i will still talk about the community play because that did happen but right. anything outside of that nah i can good? save it for next week all right sweet um all right we did have a community play uh this past saturday we played some golf with friends uh it was actually a decent turnout i think we had 10 yeah nine or 10 people at one point um People that showed up, I'll just shout them out quick. Bacon Cheeseburgs, Scooby-Doo, Zach the Ripper, uh, Meg was there, Dan Pod, Waterloo, Chaotic. Uh, everybody, thanks for showing up. That was uh, us three. All three hosts made it. And all three hosts. Look at us. They did. Um, so, yeah, it was um, – if you're not – I mean, do I need to explain what Golf of Friends is? It's a it's a mini golf game. Yeah. Yep. But, there, but there's, Goofy there's Golf, lots what do you of, call it? Lots of different courses, some mm-hmm. being incredibly hard yep. compared yeah. to others, like the the, the haunted house level. Oh yeah, ha- haunted house is pretty tough too. Awful! Ugh. That was absolutely awful. I hate that game. There's like cobwebs. You had to roll the ball up that I couldn't see half the time, or like ghosts that would just swallow up the ball or move it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to fly off what the table, happening? and um, oh, it was a nightmare. But I think it, my favorite cool. was uh, Candyland. That was a cool. The Candyland, yeah. There, and we I think we played a pirate level. We played a fo- forest level. And didn't didn't you say there's like? I think there's fifteen, like twelve 15 or fifteen different courses. Different courses, which yeah. seems pretty expansive because they're eighteen holes a piece too. Right. So it's it's not like nine holes or anything. Yeah, and um, they're all different themes and different, you know, completely different maps. Yeah. So and initially when I had gone into this game, I was thinking. Like, if we have 10 people, let's say, and it, it takes each person a minute to complete cool. a hole, like, this is going to take all night. But little did I know, like, you're all hitting at the same exact time, but there's just no ball collision. So you can see everybody's balls and how they're hitting and where they're hitting and all that Phrase stuff. It. But <laughs> it's going to be tough to talk about this game, strokes and shafts and balls. Without balls and holes weird. is all we talked about last night, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it makes it simple to, to get through it. And I think that like Dan is in chat right now and he said it needs ball collision, but could you imagine? I just don't like, I don't know how the a ball no collision might work. If every, if the starts are staggered, I guess or if like you could take the timer off or if there's no timer, something like if you just have options to mess with, right. but if, 10 people are trying to hit their ball right off the bat. Like your initial shots just going to get screwed up. If somebody hit at the same exact time as you, yeah. so maybe you stagger the first 10 shots and then it's kind of like 
all right, go. And if you hit another ball, you hit another ball. But I love Dan yeah. uh, just saying, nah, free for all. <laughs> <laughs> I right, know like, uh, the way that infinite mini golf does it is the first shot is not ball collision, but then everything after that is. Yeah, I would imagine that has to be how it's played. Otherwise, it would be an absolute mess. Right. But I, I did want to mention that if you don't, you have what, like a minute and 45 seconds per hole. And if you don't sink it by that time, you get the course max plus two, which is 14. And that cripples your score. So um, I'm actually just filling in now for Megan because she's now the new um, third podcast host. She won it last night in <laughs> mini golf. So I'll just be filling in for her when she can't make it now. Yeah, they made a wager that uh, Megan <laughs> well, would shoot no, let's better see. than... Let, let, let's let's go of. back here a little bit because I smoked her when we first made the wager, and then she's like, "I wasn't playing. I was just that wasn't for that real." That was a warm then, up. Yeah, then the next one, she beat me by like forty strokes. Whoa. <laughs> you joined so, the hundred club on that one. Yeah, I, I joined the hundred club on that one, and it was all karma because I was talking so much trash to her because she, I think she did like one twenty or one thirty in the yeah, first game. It was up there. Yeah, wow. so supposedly I'm supposed to be shipping her my 1X also, but we'll see if that happens. <laughs> taking her spot. She's taking your spot <laughs> yeah. on the podcast and your Xbox. Great. Yeah, she just straight up punked me, dude. She did. Uh, but the game, <laughs> Golf it's, shock. It, yeah, right? Uh, it, it's just ridiculous fun. And, like, if somebody is having a tough time and everybody else is already in, everyone is spectating you, which just puts so much pressure yeah. on the people that are already having a bad time trying to get the ball <laughs> oh, hole. But then you know you have nine other people staring at you, just laughing at every shot you take. Yeah, my elevator yeah. incident. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was the best. There's when like, you couldn't get off the treadmills. Yeah, there's these <laughs> treadmills. There's three of them, and then the hole was like in between two of them. And every time Bear would hit the ball, it would just take this little treadmill to the end of the wall and then bounce off it and every time he hit the ball it would just send it to a different treadmill oh. and he just couldn't get the ball in the hole yeah i think you close. took a 14 on that i one think anywhere. i did yeah i think i had to uh, <laughs> just lay my putt, putt down and uh, and take it yeah uh yeah so when you put the ball in the hole you can kind of you can hit a and just spectate around um and even when you're playing everybody's ball you can see it on the course and it does have their name right mm -hmm. above it so you can see how everyone's doing um we did have people who were like super helpful like i because bacon cheeseburgs and zach yep. the ripper and scooby-doo i think those three had definitely played it before so yeah they'd be like i think this is like three and a half like power meter so maybe hit it there and try so it's like everybody was kind of helping each other out which was nice um and but it was I, that trepidation of are they actually I, helping me or are they just absolutely right. pulling my yeah. trousers yeah. down here yeah it's the lie detector test whether it was bs yeah. or not right yeah, because I would try some of those, like, yeah, it's three and a half, and then I'd hit it, and my ball would just ricochet off a jump and just go 3,000 miles in the wrong direction. Yeah. Like, it was pretty forgiving, though, because you don't get any penalty shots for hitting it off the map. Right. It's just a, a new... Just start over. Yeah. It, right. So, it's it was a lot of fun. It was way yeah. more fun than I thought it was going to be. Like Right. Because I tried it out by myself yesterday before it started, and I was like, uh, this game's kind of underwhelming. I'm not impressed or having a whole lot of fun but as soon as you get 10 people in there and yeah you know, a little competition and a little bit of uh you know rivalry going then it's it's a great time oh yeah yeah it's it, it's cool seeing the updated scorecards after every hole and like <laughs> oh i'm right behind you or yeah like just or just seeing that 14 how drastically it just crushes your scorecard yeah, weren't you uh, leading at one point moose when we first started oh, playing yeah. and then you just yeah 
tanked no, dude, big time. Two out of the on that second round, two out of the first four holes, I took a fourteen on. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, looks like I'm out of the running here. And then Megan was just chirping the rest of the game. It was great. <laughs> Sounds like Meg. <laughs> um, speaking of fourteens, the uh, it kind of sucked a couple times. I know. I remember specifically it happened to Dan once at least where. His yeah. ball just landed in a weird out of bounds spot that, for whatever reason, didn't like. It couldn't right. tell it just, that like, it was yeah, an out of bounds spot, so it didn't correct itself. Yeah, and every shot he took just was straight out of bounds. So if he was having a good round, it was like, well, yeah, you get a fourteen for this hole, and like you said, a fourteen crushes you. Like if it's yeah. a par two and you hit out of bounds and you're just stuck there, like yeah. you're done. Yeah, pretty much. Especially if you know it's a competitive round and everybody's trying. You know, a fourteen just knocks you completely out of it. Right, but I could see this being a ton of fun. Just for I think it holds up to twelve. We decided, right? Yeah, twelve. And as much as that sounds like way too much, like it's not no. at all because people's ten, balls being hit around you and seeing all this stuff, it doesn't affect your game whatsoever. Right. Like, so, uh, yeah, it's really good. There's a ton of courses. It, it is simple, very simple golf. It's not even like the the mechanics are hardly mechanics at all you kind of point a direction right you can literally move the power meter to wherever you want and then leave it there and then just you tap a there's no like triple tap or like flick the joystick or anything yeah. it's just no bar that you got to hit the target easy. yeah there is a jump somewhere though that we found out in the water only yeah that um if your ball goes in the water you can just hit a as much as you have momentum and, and it'll, it'll hop around bouncing. yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of that's some of the there's cosmetic stuff you can earn like ball toppers and floaty devices and right. ball trails and that kind of stuff. So there are those fun little things to earn, I suppose. But uh, I wouldn't play this by yourself, like Moose no. said. It's definitely yeah. an awesome party game that can hold a ton of people. Um, but uh, stay tuned for later because you're going to be playing it by yourself. <gasps> Ooh, <Whoa. all> right. <laughs> spoilers. Um, well, speaking of playing games by yourself uh this is a game pass roulette episode so let's get into some game pass roulette all right so this month's game pass roulette game was deliver us the moon deliver us the moon is a sci-fi thriller set in an apocalyptic near future where earth's natural resources are depleted a lone astronaut is sent to the moon on a critical mission to save humanity from extinction we were that lone astronaut, and we were sent to make sure that we could save humanity. First of all, how did you guys enjoy this game? It made me a little bit anxious, if I'm being honest. That That's fair. Was it a lot of the uh, timed Yeah, stuff? the countdowns, and then also just, like, there was one point that I almost just shut the game off. Um, because things that like repeat themselves over and over again just become like Ugh. a hammer on my head. Yeah. And at, at some point there was just like a, an alarm or something that kept going off and I could not figure out w- what I needed to do to stop it. And it was probably a good five minutes of this alarm going off. And I was just like, I may not be able to finish this game, but luckily I was able to figure it out and shut down the alarm. So. Um, that's I'm, when you just you throw it on mute and go straight to Google and you're like, yeah. okay, I'll come back in a few minutes. Yeah, and I, I definitely turned the game volume or the music way down because it was, you know, it was. Just, oh, really? It was a little bit overwhelming for me. Just it okay. seemed like it was way too loud. That okay? That I mean, that's fair. I don't. 
it wasn't because the music was bad or anything. Right. Okay. No, the music wasn't bad at all. It was just kind of it was taking my focus away from the game. Right. So, um, I think the main story of the game is that this. Oh man, I'm not gonna remember the name of it. It's like a, a MPT. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. Like a, a weird microwave transmitter thing. Uh, yeah. it, it shoots down energy to Earth from the moon, um, and what happens is that that little energy system thing gets shut down on the moon, so you have to go up there uh, and figure out what's going on. So the initial sequence is you getting ready to take off and fly to the moon to go check it out, but like you, this was the very first time where you realize how stressful this game can get because you have to get this um, rocket ship ready to go uh, and you have a sandstorm coming in and if you if you don't launch quickly enough you're not going to be able to launch because of the sandstorm obviously and you do have a timer uh, right at the top of the st- or screen so you know how much time you have uh, you have to engage the fuel valves or something and do all yeah. this stuff and then you have to actually go up into your ship once you're in your ship the whole like launch sequence thing yeah is that did you that hurt some people's brains i heard yeah, that i got the i got the achievement okay somebody wrote dumb dumb achievement here yep, is that me. you bear no, yeah dan mentioned it in discord and i was like okay because i i so messed you... up the the launch once and didn't get the achievement and then they were talking about this achievement i'm like what are you guys talking about i've got no idea how you got this achievement so i'm gonna have to eat right like listen up because i've got no idea so um i didn't realize that the launch sequence for those little uh switches that you flip in the cockpit was right there on the wall next to you (laughs) yeah so i you know a lot of games is just trial and error you know like that (laughs) that game what was it where you had to you know there's there's four game pieces and then there's four colors and you've got to choose the pattern and the arrangement of the colors and every time you get them right or wrong you know what i mean you get a clue yeah. so that's what the kind of game i thought it was and it was uh definitely not that it was just look to your left and follow the rules uh, yeah so. <laughs> it's hey you're you're trained on how to do this but in case you don't know how don't remember right. we have a whole chart here that'll tell you exactly what to do <laughs> so if you mess up five times then you get an achievement that says houston we have a problem <laughs> oh my god Fantastic. five times i think it's five times yeah is that right dan i think he's in chat still <laughs> that's nuts so when i got into it I, I i don't know i for whatever reason i didn't have an issue with that part of the game but even doing it because obviously it was my first try i think i got that timer down to like three seconds where my dude finally pulled like the thruster to start going in it's it's so immersive when you're doing these things especially when you're in the first person perspective uh in this game that it's i was just like my hands were like sweaty watching that timer go down and me trying to flip the switches and get this thing ready to go before the sandstorm hits um and actually, I'll, I'll go into one of the first pieces of feedback that were left by the community. This one was from this piece was from Sweeney. He said he think the game he thinks the game has missed a trick. Uh, it'd be a perfect X Cloud game, and this is where I want to disagree because I do think that I had such a good time with this game because I was playing on a big screen with headphones in, with lights off, and I was super immersed in the world. And I think playing it. On my tiny phone from the 
toilet was probably not the way to play this game for me at least yeah there's a lot of text to read isn't there i was gonna say doing that um just that kind of launch sequence that would have been an absolute dreadful time doing it on a phone but i can i can also understand why he was saying that it could be a great x cloud game because it's a single player some of the especially at the beginning yeah you know it there wasn't too much to kind of sit and read and when you did have to read you had the ability to when you picked something up press a to air quotes read it but the text would then come forward onto the screen so potentially that's where the the good part would be yeah so uh i'll go into another piece of feedback uh it was our most well, one of our most substantial ones. This one came in from Dan Pod. He says, I rolled credits on this last night. I really enjoyed this game, actually. Uh, it's entirely a story through Discovery game, kind of like finding Echoes in The Division, uh, combined with invent- environmental storytelling like what the Fallout series does. All in all, I really liked it. The art style and tone they set with music is perfect for the setting. You can mainline the whole thing in probably five to six hours, but this is also a game you could spend 20 hours combing over every room and every level to find all the secrets. All in all, for an indie title, I give this a solid 9 out of 10. Would definitely recommend to anyone looking for a story to get lost in for a little while. Yeah, um, it's, it's very good. That last line there, like, if you're looking for a story to get lost in for a little while, I think that nails it on the head. Um, right. A big part of the storytelling as well, he mentioned, like, if you've played The Division, you could go up to the Echoes, yep. and it would kind of replay scenes from the past with little, like, orange holograms um Mm -hmm. and that's where you get a bulk of your storytelling out of this game um throughout the space station on the moon you're gonna run into them and you get to see because that's what you're there for you're flying up there to see what the hell happened and why everything got shut down and that's how you're kind of figuring that out and piecing things together that and obviously finding notes and reading uh all the collectibles that kind of stuff um, but I think it's it was a cool way to do it because it wasn't just like an audio log of listening to like people talk about what was happening or like the audio from that segment in time. Having the visual aids there are were really helpful, I feel mm-hmm. like, compared to if it was just audio logs. Yeah, definitely. They did. It shows, you know, like when the – it shows you the – turmoil and the you know the urgency that the people you know they didn't want to leave something's obviously amiss or awry and they're being escorted off the premises immediately and i think with having those you know holograms or whatever they are showing it kind of you know helps out quite a bit yeah for sure and there's even one point that's later in the game where there's um i mean i feel like i can i can spoil this stuff because everybody should have played through it or mm-hmm. come close enough but there's you get to witness a a murder at some point like a homicide with a screwdriver right. at one point <laughs> and and even just watching that through that lens like with the hologram it like it hits you hard cuz it's somebody that you're attached to uh, right. in the story so it's kind of like damn why do i feel like this watching this hologram but you hear like the audio you hear the people like screaming and talking and do, doing all the stuff and i don't it's it's really well done for right. for being a indie title as Dan yeah. stated like it's and you know like good. I said it, it makes me feel anxious just from the audio the way that you're just isolated by yourself and you know that people had been there before and there's nobody there anymore and you're just trying to you know what happened here type deal and um 
also, you know, once you're outside and in those like rover vehicles, the visuals are amazing. That game looks right? so good outside. Yeah. And I just think there's way more to it than just kind of like walking around the space station. Like there's yeah. there's a bunch of like set pieces that are the best part of the games in in my opinion. Like when you're right. rolling up to the space station originally and that explosion happens and you need yeah. to get from outer space back into the space station where you're hitting the oxygen packs like right just as you're about to die every single time like and there's no like sound because you're in space like you it's just it's so well done they, the audio and the music um it, it sets sets it up they perfectly. did something with that sound like every time you went into space it was like a kind of an echoey mm-hmm. y- you felt you know, in like the, you're in the bottom of the isolated. ocean, like yeah, exactly. oh, so good. And I don't think they did the kind of, um, I think Hellblade kind of spatial audio, whatever it is, but w- however they managed to, I don't know, drag you into the game, just using the audio was immense. Absolutely yeah. immense. And I, I also, the last thing I got to say is my other favorite part was the Iron Man plasma cutter. Oh yeah, that thing was so sick. You just point your wrist at something, yeah. and zap that little lock off there, and we're in. And and that's the thing, like that's that's really the only game mechanic, like that's the only thing you have on you, and yeah. it's it's used sparingly. Like a lot right. of this is just discovering your environment. It's it's very walking walking simulator. I put in mm-hmm. quotes, um, but it does have some of those, like when the. Uh, when you have the when you're outside with the rover and the tower falls down on top of you, there's like there's set pieces like that, and there's yeah. also uh, you get an a ASE droid. Right, it's like I, a it's like a ghost. Yeah, like a ghost in Destiny, exactly. Right. Um, yep. And and that's another big gameplay mechanic. Um, you have this robot that you can. Uh, use a camera from it and then control the actual robot. So you're going right. to c- complete some puzzles by like going through vents and having him maybe open a door from behind it where only he could get in. Right. Um, or seeing a code or something on a wall that then you have access to the keypad. Right. And there's, it's also like for whatever reason, robots nowadays are just like, they always have like feelings and emotions and <laughs> everybody loves little cute robots and games and movies and everything. And this one was no different. Like towards the end of this, uh, when everything's going downhill for your dude, and he's the robot, kind of like will like he nudge you a little bit, yeah. and like put your hand up on him like he was a pet or something. And I was like, yeah. oh man, getting the feels right yeah. now for this kinda stupid like when little your ghost space wakes ball. Wakes you up in Destiny. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the the only thing, and apparently, I had talked to Dan about it a little bit when I wrapped it up. It, there was a thing called Outward. It was the it was the, the main reason that people had left the uh, space station, is what you figure out eventually, is that they were just moving on uh, from Earth completely. They all thought that Earth, well, it's definitely a dictatorship. And this one dude, uh, yeah, McMillan or something, he had a name like that. Um, he got everybody together and was like, Hey, we're just launching. We're leaving earth behind. We're leaving everything behind. Yeah. And then these dudes just took off for, the I don't new know, project, a different, what they yeah, called to, it, right? to just try to colonize Mars. I guess they're doing some Elon Musk stuff. Uh, but for whatever reason did not 
communicate with well i don't think they could communicate with earth what they were doing so um Uh, i wanted to know what happened with the whole outward project uh at the end because i i completely missed it if there was talk of it so that kind of made me feel like the game is set up for a sequel possibly but when i was talking to dan he said that you do get a little more info on what happened with it if you did get all the collectibles and i missed four maybe like Mm. i think i was at like 52 of 56 or something where i'd collected almost everything in the game so unless it was in those four stupid things that i missed um and i want to see more i want to see what happens after this uh i think the game ends in a way where you could transition into a new character uh kathy i think was her name um Mm -hmm. you could just start playing from her and have uh the next adventure so i'd love to know what this studio is doing um gonna say that's what they're working on now very forgiving though if you miss four that you don't get not the extra part of the story but well that's why i'm curious if i just read through some stuff and maybe breeze through it not paying attention or well dan says that that if you get everything you get an encrypted message and the only way to decrypt it is to collect all intel Intel. okay oh okay yeah and he did tell me that so that's the thing you need 100 percent all of the um collectibles and whatnot to get this uh encrypted message Okay, that makes way more sense. So this is something that right after the show, I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to just listen to the encrypted <laughs> message this way. It's kind of like, it reminds me, and I had talked to him about this, it reminds me of the Riddler trophies in The Dark Knight, the game, where if you collected all 200 of them, right. you got the real ending. But, but it's no. impossible to get all those trophies, so screw that ending. And who needs to spend an extra 20 hours getting all that stuff? It's like collecting all the secret moons on Mario Odyssey. Nobody ain't got time for that. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, the same thing with The Dark Knight. I went and watched that ending without collecting 200 ruler trophies because I'm a sane person. Uh, yeah. And I just kind of feel, I mean, I guess it's my fault that I missed them. I just didn't explore certain areas enough or whatever. But I'll definitely go and figure out what that message said because that was the one thing that I was like, damn, I wish I knew what happened because right. everything else was kind of wrapped, wrapped up uh, just fine. And I, yeah. I already know that I'm screwed because at the beginning, before the launch, you know, there's this sense of urgency that you got to get out of town before, you know, the storm moves in. So I blew by everything and went straight to the ship, you know, and just basically did the bare minimums to get that thing off the ground. And there's, I think, three achievements that I left back there. So okay, they, they probably yeah. will and never well, be gotten. Well, one cool thing, once you beat the game, or even before you beat the game, uh, right from the main menu, there is a level select. And when you go to level select, it'll tell you like five of seven Intel found or whatever. So you can right. go back and get the stuff easily. Yeah. Uh, so that's a nice touch, I guess. Sure. And I wonder if like, once you finish the game, if you can go back or do you have to start a whole new playthrough? Uh, so I went back and hit continue when I was done and it just put me into like the very last sequence again. Oh, uh, okay. So okay. it huh. doesn't, well, it, it, it but if you. you push pause, it'll give you a mission select menu as well. So, Maybe yeah, and then like, if you want to go back, yeah, I think you okay. could go back to like chapter two. Yeah, that's what two. Dan said. You can select a level. Right, so there it is. Um, yeah, overall, I think this game was pretty pretty perfect. I think the only right. the one big gripe I had was, uh, like you had said, there there was definitely some repetitive 
this thing's broken. Go fix mm-hmm. this. Uh, if you do this, you can open this door. And then you get through that door and you come to another locked door. And it's like, okay, turn the power back on here. Fix this. Um, it was kind of that middle section when you're on the space station uh, or when right. you're on the actual moon base um, where it's just like, ugh. All right, you I've gotta, done this like, before. Yeah, you got to take power sources from one room and go put it in yeah. another room and go yeah, get it, a power source. Yeah, it just didn't get changed room. up enough right. in the middle not enough variety with their with their puzzles i like at first it was kind of like okay cool i like i've done this before in games i know what i'm doing like so that's fine but yeah um, those, those those uh countdown timers and running out of oxygen are anxiety inducing for sure yeah like and it's literally nice heart switch. rate was increasing <laughs> it's just <Right>. like <laughs> i gotta get this oxygen or i'm gonna die and i gotta do this whole thing over again yeah and I, I, they do a decent job of pacing, I think. Oh. It's kind of like right when you're starting to be like, oh, I don't want to do another puzzle. It's like you yeah. don't need to because now we're going to have a set piece or maybe something for you to watch or listen to. Um, yeah, the worst thing happened to me, right, like when you were talking about where the tower falls, you know how you have like a, a two-minute timer to get from one tower to the other and then get it aligned? Well, oh, right, right, yeah. I, I thought that, you know, I had plenty of time. And so one of my kids came in and started talking to me, and I wasted like 15 seconds. I was like, ah, no big deal. Should pause Dude, that thing. I, I got to double zeros and collapsed right in front of the chair. Wow. To move the, you That's know, rough. where it gives you more oxygen. All right. And I was like, oh, there's another four <laughs> minutes I got to play through. <laughs> yeah, if you, I like, I didn't... I don't think I had to restart any sections. I don't think so. In my playthrough kind of just felt like it was just smooth sailing through it. And you didn't die at that one part where you had to open up the little server things, and it was electrical, and you had to like slide between the two little uh, things. I died on that thing. Like the first time I went through, no problem, and then I died on the very last one. And then it took me like four or five times to get through, and I was just like, ah, this might be where this game ends for me. I don't think so. That's I don't. What, I don't remember having to restart anything. But each, I will say that part of the reason I love those countdown timers so much is because I don't think I finished one with like more than ten seconds to spare right? ever. Like on yeah. any of them, they they wanted it to come down to the wire so often that it just blood pressure through the roof, anxiety yeah. <laughs> through the roof, and yeah. and I loved it. I love it when games can make you feel on edge. Uh, yeah, it gave me kind of the same similar feelings of like when I was playing Control. Yeah. So just that, like, right. you don't know what's going to happen next, but nothing feels good. Nothing feels like, you know, nothing's rainbows and sunshine. And whatever you discover around the next corner is not going to make you feel any better. I will say the one nice thing as far as anxiety goes is that because in the genre titles, horror was not in there, that I was never expecting, like, scary space aliens to come kill me yeah, or anything be lurking true. around the corner so just knowing that it wasn't a spooky game and knowing that if i came around a dark corner something wasn't going to pop out and scare me that made it like a thousand times easier to get through this game so that was yes yeah. nice. i got stuck on the servers so that kind of where you had to keep dipping in up and down yeah, yeah, yeah. that killed me and that's where i, c- I couldn't get past so was close, bear. The third one is the one that killed me yeah, where you had exactly, to go. Exactly, where you had to weave through it. Yeah, up, down, and then back Were up again shooting? or something. Were you breaking the things? Yeah, so you. Yeah, but no, the third one is like. So the first one, you just go down and get it. The second yeah. one, you've got to shoot all the cords off. Yeah, and right. And the third one, and the, the things are electrically charged. And if you. you they only you have turn to create off a once path. Once you pull the cell out. Yeah, so you have to create a path. 
and once you create the path by lasering them there's still like two at the bot two at the bottom so you have to go up and right. then there's okay. the middle bit uh. where you go through the middle was it it was a nightmare it was on the space was it because station because that was a, an anti-gravity section like was right. it tougher for yeah. you to kind of get the controls yeah down i couldn't yeah. somehow because it was what get... right bumper left bumper a b right stick and left stick D- or all things you had to, to incorporate together in order to yeah move I, in a and straight i couldn't line. i couldn't do it and okay. i was wondering whether you guys played on keyboard or controller no. to I make that on xbox yeah i did i it played on... through the whole thing on pc so i don't know if that gave me Maybe that that's well, those yeah, sections is a little easier yeah, for me, yeah, I guess. Definitely. Hmm. Cheetah, cheetah, compulsive. You just point and click, and it takes you right to that destination, yeah. right? That, that's all I would do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would put in uh, my elite hack spot, and I would be like, take me to here. And then you just point, and then shoot, shoot you right there. But yeah, so. that Back door me. into the code source and just take yourself right to the exit, right? Yeah, that's what I did. Every puzzle I came to, I was like, uh, dot complete puzzle <laughs> exclamation point enter and it would just be like done so that's man. how uh, hacking works in games so there's if your i had your brain me. i'd be a rich man <laughs> <laughs> um overall though uh hit or miss oh actually no i still have some feedback sorry about that yeah, yeah, yeah sweeney skip through all that um well first chaotic did say so far this is the best game pass roulette game uh cool I, that is good feedback definitely one of the better ones for sure um we did play ori in the will of the wisps though and that game was pretty good um but yeah uh excellent game and definitely nothing that i would have tried and even when who whichever one of you picked this i was like uh okay sure i made a list of games that i would be willing to play and chocolate said he'd play that one i think that's how it worked yeah i think i think you were like yeah it's only like five hours long he's like oh, okay easy yeah i was like, like that one still fine. didn't beat the game i'll do that <laughs> Oops. <laughs> just the worst. <laughs> that might listen. I've got a whole year to complete that game. Just like, okay. perfect. like I did Blair Witch. I'll get through Ta- it at some Yeah, point. right. We're going to hear the tail end of this story like five months from now. He's like, I completed another game. Yeah. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Huzzah. The one that we told you the ending of six months ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> this was from Mox. Sir Moxalot. He said, I've made it down to the moon. Enjoying it so far. <laughs> so good. Uh, Congrats, keep going. Dude. It, it, yeah. it gets better and better. Uh, and then the last piece of fa- uh, feedback comes in from Sweeney. He said, at the last, he's at the last part near the end. He won't have time to finish it before the show, but really enjoyed the game for what it is. I think the movement was a little tricky at times, which we just talked about. And right. They would agree on the moon buggy was great. The best driving in space since Mass Effect 1. <laughs> uh, the puzzles made me think sometimes, but all in all, a solid game. I would say 8 out of 10. It's not my favorite type of game. Uh, it needs a little more a- action. Thanks for picking it. Would have never played it otherwise. And then today he actually followed up and says, it's, uh, it was also pretty cool playing it around the time that Elon Musk is trying to colonize the moon. Right. And, uh, yeah, space station launched yesterday, and we did one. Yeah, over the month. They, uh, it's almost sent... as if we knew exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> Not about the test rocket exploding or anything. We're talking about the one that was successful, yeah. and we sent two people up. So that was that is exciting stuff. And that's the first right. time ever that a private company has sent people into space. So monumental. Then, good work, and, Elon. Clap in our that. case, sometimes it's just better to be lucky than good. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um. All right, I think that was uh, everybody's feedback. 
Um, and thanks for the people that did tune in and played and finished this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Both of you, I would say definitely keep trucking along in this one. It is, it's, um, it's worth it. The ending's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to um, finish it today. Good deal. Okay, on it. Um, all right. Well, Hey, that's going to wrap up. Wait, hit or miss. Bah. Oh, hit or, you know, I started that and then I went back to the feedback. I so I, I obviously thought I'd already done it. Uh, <laughs> two thumbs up for me. Definitely hit, uh, yeah. chocolate. How about you? It's a, yeah, it's a hit. Even though I want to throw it out but. the window with that electric bloody... <laughs> that just frustrated the hell out of me. Um, hashtag user error. Hashtag I am god awful. But yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think the premise of the game is really good. I do like it. Okay. And Moose? Yep. I'm going to say it's a hit. Um, basically, Sweeney took all the thoughts out of my head and put it on his internets. So just read his <laughs> review. And that's kind of how I feel too. Not, yeah, the, not the game that I would usually play, but I'm appreciative of us for choosing it. <laughs> yeah and uh speaking of reviews actually funny enough um chaotic who segway king yeah. oh, yes just today um chaotic we his feedback here was small but there was a reason for that uh he's actually doing a video review that's going to be up on youtube right uh the day before the podcast launches yeah. so when the podcast comes out on tuesday this will already be out on youtube uh chaotic doing a review of deliver us the moon so uh definitely check that out uh, it'll get tweeted out as well so just hit the uh, on twitter hit the subtitles button because he's he's scottish so <laughs> that was he was at the uh <laughs> community play and someone was just like why is he swearing more like can you yeah, swear he more he's like i thought i had to tone it down more. for the americans and we're like nah dude you need to tone it up <laughs> nothing better than shrek with a foul mouth <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just straight up told him that in party two. You're like, every time you talk, I just think of Shrek. But yeah. you're 100% right. So <laughs> it's cool. Um, so, yeah, make sure uh, you guys check that out over on YouTube. Links for YouTube are in the show notes. Um, so, like I was saying, that does wrap up a Game Pass Roulette for May. Uh, coming up next is June's Game Pass Challenge edition and the game that we've chosen because we had such a fun time playing it at the community play uh the other night is golf with friends uh because this is a challenge there is a little bit of cash on the line this is month two where the three of us are going to be trying to protect our money the pot (laughs) is up to twenty dollars now so if you can beat our 18 round score uh you take home the prize. If not, it rolls into the next Game Pass Challenge month. That's right. Uh, and I got to say on this one, the tie is going to us, friends. So if 100%. We, if we get a perfect <laughs> round and you get a perfect round, it's going to next time. <laughs> yep. So uh, the course, the only rules we have is that the 18-round the course is going to be on the Oasis hole. course. Correct? Yeah, 18 holes, not 18 rounds. Dan 18 is- holes one round sorry i would love to see 18 rounds oh yeah i don't play a lot of golf this one's your this one's yours chocolate you got 18 rounds to play buddy Woo! 18 whole rounds you're gonna be playing hours every day that's just to qualify then you got to work on your scores oh hang on if there's a tutorial i'm out um so yeah we're just looking for the best score through one round on oasis that's the course um there's no upgradable right um clubs yeah. or balls or anything 
so everybody's on an even playing field here. Um, if you have a good score, you can tweet it at us. If you're in Discord, which everybody should be at this point, uh, we have a Game Pass Roulette channel where you guys can post your best scores there. Uh, we'll keep ours updated as we go as well. But I think this is a fun game to play. And even if you want to do it with a bunch of people, right? you can, Just you can your take out six friends yeah. and everybody can try. Like the whole community yeah. could be playing together to try to beat us while they actually play together and just send us your scorecard uh, if it's lower than ours at the end of the month. And it's it's a great game to, you know, grab a six-pack or a 12-pack of soda pops and (laughs) spend a Friday night just trying to be better than your friends and telling them how terrible they are at putt-putt. It's a good good social distancing COVID game. You can't go to the real – well, apparently you can go to real putt-putt, but – Maybe you don't live in the same state and you want to play with your friends. So right. this is the easiest way to play some putt-putt, have some fun, uh, maybe win yourself some money if you can put up some good scores. I, I do need to put a disclaimer out there, though, because uh, careful what you gamble. You may end up off a podcast and down of an Xbox. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the vlog, everybody. Um, that's the 28th of June, that one. Well, is when this episode will be? Well, uh, yeah, I suppose or, it'll be out on the 30th. So it'll be out Tuesday the 30th of June. Okay. But yeah. yeah, it's about a month. It's, it's a, a February solid, month. Yeah, it's a solid month. Okay, yeah. So we need scores in by the th- by or on the thirtieth, thirtieth at the latest, right? No, twenty eighth. No, we're recording. Yeah, so we want it then on the twenty seventh at the latest, twenty seventh of June. You have to get your card in. There you go. There you go. Perfect. I don't know how to read calendars. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong month. Be one. <laughs> I'm one looking at day. May. Like I don't one know what you guys day. are talking about right now. <laughs> this so, does not add up. You know, thanks for being on top of things, friends. All right. Um, yeah, that's it for Game Pass Roulette. Next up, we have the news. All right, Moose, if you are there, what is going on in the news this week? We'll see how this goes today, boys. You're there. I see you. I hear you. We're good. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's start out with some uh, Last of Us 2 news. So there was a one-hour and ten-minute-plus presentation last week all about The Last of Us 2. So they showed us a little bit more about the setting. So it's going to be a few years past the last game, and you're going to be in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and at some point, you're going to travel to Seattle. So um, that's kind of the, the main two areas that you're going to be playing in. It seems like most of the game takes place in Seattle, though. So um, there's new movement abilities. You can have a rope swing that you can kind of lasso up to a uh, fulcrum point and then swing across ravines or ditches, stuff like that. No. And then um, also you can repel down ropes. Uh, there's now a mantle function, which I haven't completed the first game yet, but <laughs> nope. apparently you can't mantle. <laughs> we, got, we got a month to finish that up, and right, I'm sure then yeah. we would have realized that we can't mantle and probably would have complained about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, there's tons of new melee weapons that they featured. You can uh, pick them up or craft your own. And then there's magazines that you can find around the... Uh, the areas that will give you new blueprints basically for crafting so i think they're they're digging in real deep with the rpg and the crafting aspects of this game this time so that's cool um, i'm down with that yeah it looks pretty cool and uh it you know it it looks very 
bloody and graphic. And um, uh, you also have two warring factions to uh, deal with in Seattle. As along well with as the zombies. a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Great. So, you know, they couldn't be just zombies after you. Now there's, you know, two two gangs that are rivaling for supremacy that and you that's always going to be the the scariest part of a zombie apocalypse is always yeah. going to be humans so yeah walking dead you know exactly so chocolate you find yourself a playstation yet no still still not i <laughs> listen i've snuck in this pc and my wife doesn't know about it how, how <laughs> yeah, on that was a good sneak dude i know and how on earth am i going to do a playstation it's, it's just not going to happen <laughs> What'd you do? Just shit, you know, put a couple extra gold coins in your pocket every day you went for a swim? <laughs> I, I rubbed a few pennies together and, you know, a bajillion came out. Um, exactly yeah. how that works. But I think I mentioned last podcast, she was like, so how much did that cost? I was like, I love you too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how much did that cost? baby need you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> did I tell you, you look pretty today. Yeah, exactly. I love you. What do you want for dinner? <laughs> So yeah, Last of Us 2 is coming out this month in what, like three weeks? Something like that? Less than three weeks? Uh, yeah, it's it's towards, no, I think it's... The 17th, uh, isn't it? Yeah, actually. That sounds so, right. Yeah, 17 days, bruh. I guess I know a game I'm starting this week. <laughs> yeah, right? So, uh, moving on to some not-so-great news, at least for me. Uh, Madden got locked up for the next five to six years. Saw this one coming, didn't we? Yeah, so Adam and EA have inked a new deal with the NFL and NFLPA that locks up the NFL sim rights through at least 2025 for 620 or 645 trillion dollars. Not really, but you know it's got to be about that somewhere. Yeah, they didn't disclose the, the amount, did they? It was, tw- it was 2026, right? Not 2025. Well, or- no, 2025, and then um, the rights to 2026 are optioned by the league if certain financial goals are met. Oh, okay. Which so, they will be with yeah. the amount of loot boxes that'll be in that game. So, dude, they said that this year was the biggest year for Madden ever. Madden twenty was wow, and it's not going to stop, dude. No. It's one of those like it's the only football sim game. Like you don't have any other options if you like football and you want to play it. Like it's it's my favorite ultimate team game because you don't have contracts. Once you have the player, you have them for good. Yeah, it's not like FIFA and it's not like um, 2K where you only have them for a certain amount of time and then you have to use currency to keep them on your team or you know go find another right. player. So yeah, the, uh, I, I'll put it out right now. I guarantee you this contract goes to 2026. Oh, dude, they're gonna and have then it gets up. renewed. Yeah, exactly through the rest of time. So there's so much money involved in that deal that oh, it's yeah. kind of like the Directv NFL deal. That that yep. thing will never go away too. So, um, yeah, sucks for us. I was hoping we were going to get a, a 2K sim game, but maybe we can get, like, NFL Street or something. Just a competitor <laughs> of some sort. Right. Not. I bet it's just going to be, like, a, a Stack 3 game that's got helmets on it or some stupid crap. <laughs> we'll, we'll get NFL Blitz by 2K. 2K yeah. Blitz. Who made that before? Activision? Yeah, I think it was. I have no idea, actually. I want to say it was Activision. So that's an EA game too. But up next, um, let's talk about a little bit of Animal Crossing. All right. We got some fish coming in June. It's it's shark season, boys. Man eater season. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a list of about fifteen or 
10 new sh- fish, and about half of them are sharks. So you can catch a great white, a hammerhead, a sawfish, a ribbon eel, a suckerfish, and the biggest one of all, a whale shark. Whale. I wonder how big that looks when your little tiny guy holds it up. It right. takes up the whole screen. Dude, I've caught some Ta-da. giant fish already, so I'd like I'd love to see the size see of this bad boy. See if it actually takes up the entire screen. Yeah, and I've actually, you know, today is actually the first day I have not bought any turnips, so I thought oh. I was clean of uh, Animal Crossing, but now i got to go shark fishing. So. Can you imagine I was going to ask can... if you thought you were falling off of it because you yeah. didn't buy turnips, but apparently yeah. now you're just ready to go fishing. Yeah, and I, I I need to get my house in order. You know, I've got my my arcade and my game room downstairs pretty pretty well designed and you know the way I like it. But the rest of my house is just empty rooms. So, did you, you ever know. get that last arcade machine you were looking for? No, I'm still looking for the Mahjong arcade machine. So, Mahjong, you know. that's what it was. I think yeah. you you your mic died that day or something, oh, and it was like okay. right as you were telling people <laughs> oh. what you needed, and I was like, uh. He needs some type of arcade cabinet, so reach out to him. So but, that's why I haven't received it yet. Yeah, guys, listen oh, up. Mahjong 100%. arcade cabinet, and I'm also looking for gnomes. So if you have Those any gnomes, <laughs> yeah, let me know what colors they are because I already have four of the eight. <laughs> oh, and I'm also I started collecting the uh, mini wrestling figures, the little bobblehead guys. I got two of them now. I think I have a purple one and a black one. <laughs> well, they got wrestling figures. Oh, oh yeah. he's sold. He's sold. It's, Get him it, in there. Dude, oh. chocolate. It's a, it's a little luchador, and you tap it on his head, and it goes, bobblehead. <laughs> Put him in, coach. He's ready. <laughs> yep. I'll get it. That's it. That's my game. Yeah, don't awesome. go Pokemans, dude. It's all about the Animal Crossing. That's another. <laughs> Got to collect them all. I was going to say, another right. child game. But it's get okay. all the residents to come to your island. And then collect all the gnomes and bobbleheads mm-hmm. and arcade machines and fish. Yep. Pretty much. That's a lot. So, yeah, Animal Crossing. Catch your sharks. That's about all I got for Animal Crossing this week. But pretty cool, right? <laughs> Woo! I'm pumped. So, uh, up next in our uh, Enter Summer in your gaming title here, uh, IGN introduced IGN Summer of Gaming Schedule. So, starting on actually Friday, right? June 5th. It is going to start, and it looks like they're just kind of replacing E3 with this whole month of stuff. So starting on June 5th, they're going to have uh, some unannounced game reveals, um, and a trailer of Werewolf the Apocalypse, uh, a bunch of gameplay from some other games. June 6th, they have, I don't know, all this stuff. Just look at IGN's social, because it looks like from June 5th all the way till... June 24th, they've got something at least one or two days every week. So it's going to be game reveals, it's going to be trailers, it's going to be you know inside studio stuff. Um, so looks like the month of June is going to be jam packed full of game news. And when we actually get the new, because it kind of it's been weird because like the last couple of weeks it's just been us telling you guys like, hey, cool stuff is coming, <laughs> right. but we don't actually have the cool stuff to talk about. We're just yeah. giving you announcements about announcements. Yeah, but... dude, like literally, I have this flyer right here, and it says unannounced game, unannounced yeah, game, exactly. unannounced. Like I'm, I'm not gonna just read, you know. <laughs> right. So I'm just saying, the next few weeks when we actually have these sweet unannounced things, that right. Are, at the forefront and for everyone to see we'll have a lot more exciting things to talk about but it's good to know know. yeah it's coming it's it's e3 week essentially so be excited for friday how weird is that dude i know this would be like oh no this is like uh what is it uh news week no what do they call it the week before e3 what is it week 
Leak Week? No, not. But th- when they let also, all the, also the studio that, yes. and let, they let all the media people go in and do everything before they let them in like a week early. Speaking oh. of Leak Week, and you had just talked about the Last of Us, but apparently that whole entire game leaked. Uh-huh. The whole the whole script the whole, for it, like the entire oh, thing now. So that's fun. Yeah, just avoid the internet, you know. Yes, literally shut down everything because even if you're in a weird comment thread on something that doesn't have to yeah. do with The Last of Us, you're still going to find yeah. The Last of Us spoilers because the internet is a horrible, vile place. Bunch of jerks. Yep. Some some jerk is going to spoil it for you for sure. So if you guys can hear me all right, I want to move on. Um, yep. Chaotic wanted me to in, uh, include this. You can pick up the Handsome Collection on the Epic Game Store for free until June 4th. So you got, what, five days from now, three days from Tuesday. So if you want to play some uh, PC Borderlands, that's going to be free for the next four or five days. So get on that, get it claimed. Yeah, pick it up, why not? Yeah, you never know when you're going to go back and play it or whatever, but right now it's full free. Free is free. Up next, um, Microsoft kind of jumping into the VR game a little bit. So the the Reverb G2 VR headset was unveiled. It's going to be $599 out this fall, which is $100 less than the Valve headset. And it's going to be a tethered unit. They want it to be able to do solid work as well as solid play and handle anything and everything that you might want. So... Um, yeah, uh, VR, and they're working with Microsoft on that, so I wouldn't be super shocked if something with the Series X comes about later on down the road. Yeah, and HP is the one creating it. Right, HP, and then they're working with Microsoft and Reaver, or who is the other one? They're working with two different other companies. Val, uh, Valve? I think it was Valve and yeah. Microsoft. Okay. Which yeah, makes, makes a lot sense. of sense. <laughs> so, so yeah. there's VR on both platforms. <laughs> you can go spend more money on a new VR headset. Risky. I got a dusty one sitting up there on that shelf. <laughs> Still not sweaty enough from when you use it on uh, Beat nope. Saber, huh? Oh, Beat Saber. What a game. That's the only reason to have VR. That's 100% true. Um, up next, we got a new dashboard for Xbox. If I know Ronan was talking about it in Discord, saying he can't find anything now because everything's muscle memory. So, uh, Very true. Yeah, that, uh, that threw me big time. Because mm-hmm. it only happened what, two days ago, three days ago. Mine was a couple of weeks ago because I'm in a beta or one of the other preview rings. Is that the first time you notice it when you hit your, you go to the little dashboard yeah. thing on the left and right. it's all the way to the left instead of in the center? So then yeah. I try to yeah. tab left and I can't. I'm like, what the? Why is it broken? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not broken. Okay. And then they've they've done some like refiling and reorganizing of things. Like they put all your their settings and stuff underneath your personal profile. And so I get it's supposed to be like streamlining and making things a little easier, but it I'm makes not. well that makes sense under your profile having all those settings, but right from what we're used to from years, yeah, it's um, just going to take some adjustment. Yeah, it's like ugh, mind blown. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Ronan's like, uh, I can't find any of my friends. Can somebody help me, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's broken. Somebody fix it. So yep, and. Um, Last thing I got, boys. Did you guys see that uh, aerial screen sh- or aerial shot of Super Mario Land in Japan? No. I, the, the actual like theme park? Yeah. Do me a favor oh, and just Google no. it real quick. 
What? It looks amazing. What uh? Where is it? In Japan, Universal Studios in Japan. So they've got uh, Princess Peach's castle. They've got like level one of Super Mario World and uh, what looks like Bowser's castle. And it looks like they've got like three themed rides oh going off those three different directions. It looks amazing, dude. And it looks tiny. So, you know, I think that with the, the amount of space that they have in the U.S. parks, they should be able to make something pretty awesome. So this is supposed to open this summer. And, you know, now it's kind of TBD kinda, when it's going to open. Tough, yeah. Yeah. But it looks like it's ready to go. And I think it it's looks like awesome. Yeah. I think they have like a mine cart or no, a Mario Kart type ride. And then they've got the slow um, where you sit in the mushrooms and it just goes around the whole land and kind of shows you everything. That but I think they've got three three themed rides. So I'm stoked. I want it to come to Universal and I just want my kids to get bigger so we can go because we're still yeah. Disney age right now. Yeah. So that's uh, thankfully all I got in the news today, boys. <laughs> all good dude we know it's not your fault it's the stupid thunderstorms we're blaming <laughs> this one on mother nature um all right chocolate we have anything uh, new coming out this week we do um and uh, i apologize because i was tapping away trying to add them in because i forgot to do it earlier so <laughs> let's get into it <laughs> um cyber protocol on the 5th of june is out on the xbox you also have Tour de France on the 4th of June, and that's for the PlayStation and Xbox. Coming out on the Switch, you have the Clubhouse Games, 51, loads of games, 51 of them, obviously. And that comes out on the 5th of June, which should be a bit of a hoot. Um, also, we've got the new games for gold. So on the Xbox, on the 1st until the 15th of June, you've got Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, as well as Destroy All Humans. And then... June 15th until the 30th, you have Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk actually goes through until July 15th. And then you have Shine and Morte. Is that sure. how that? Yeah, that's what we'll go with. Yep. So that's coming out. And then you have your PS Plus games. You've got Call of Duty World War II. And then you also have Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming out. And that is all the games for this week that I was interested in. That's, uh, that's uh, all the games. Sweet. Yeah. No big games coming out for a while, I feel like, still. So. Two weeks, I think, and then it's uh, The Last of Us is the big, <clears throat> is the big, the biggest game, the start of the summer push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you'll have Ghost of Tsushima the following month, I think, and finally we'll start to get some games, I think, here. Yeah. And then we've got was- new consoles coming out at the end of the year. It's just... It's still going to be a good year. It's just been a slow first half, and well, there's reasons for that. So Yeah. But, all right. Awesome. That's going to that's gonna wrap it up. Let's plug this thing up. Uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Make sure to rate us, review us. Give us that sweet, sweet five-star rating. Uh, we do have one big link, streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast. That'll take you to everywhere, like Discord. You already know what that's all about. We have Patreon where people support us. Where everyone can support us. The Patreon drawing is in next week. It's, it's next episode. Pfft, look at that. Yeah. Uh, and so, if you want to get in on the Patreon drawing, uh, that's Patreon.com/slash CAG Podcast. And actually, it's the VIP drawing. I, I I can't remember to say it, but um, there is an additional way to get into it. Twitch.tv/slash Cross Atlantic Gaming. If you sub to the channel, you'll get 
an entry there. If you're on Twitch as a sub and Patreon as a sub, you get a bonus one entry. So lots of ways to get yourself into the drawing uh, next episode. Uh, CAG Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. I'm at Risky the Kid if you need to reach me. Chocolate. Chocolate 80 everywhere. And Moose if you're there. <laughs> yeah, you might have to do it for me. Moosenstein8314. <laughs> Moosenstein8314. We kind of heard some of it. There it is. Sorry your stuff's messed up. Hopefully this uh, all comes clear for everybody. It's just another another day in the life. This is how the sausage is made, folks. You get to experience the whole thing. Oh. That sounded worse than it was supposed to. <laughs> well, listen, we didn't throw any golf terminology in there, so as long as we stay away from strokes and bulls, we're okay. Oh, And thank Balls you, and everyone, holes. for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Later. What do you call a guy who can't get his audio to come through a podcast correctly? Moosenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still just looking there with a dumbfounded look. Oh, nope, I hear him. I see him. Ah, ah. All right, you got any dad jokes, Chocolate? I, I did have uh, one or two. Right, hang on. Oh, I need to reread it. Right, here we go. I'm giving up drinking for a month. Hey, wait, sorry, that came out wrong. I'm giving up drinking for a month. Oh, I forgot a comma in there. Yeah. That's sick. Why did the cookie cry? Oh, God. Go on then. Because his father was a wafer so long. No. Wafer. (laughs) I'm reading a horror book in Braille. Something bad is going to happen. I can feel it. (laughs) That was terrible. It's terrible. And he. (laughs) Oh, get through this. Uh, What do you call a belt with a watch on it? I don't know. A waste of time. Oh, Jesus.